Life Audio. Hey, I'm Rob Tigan. And I'm Joanna Tigan. Rob and I have been married over 30 years and share an addiction to coffee, bookstores, and Christmas music. We often debate how many dogs are enough and who should win the voice every season. We're a neat freak married to a not so neat freak, an explorer to a homebody, and an introvert to a people person. But we do agree that our vows are for always, children are a gift, and prayer is powerful. Our hope through this podcast is that we can walk with you in caring for the soul of your family. Thanks for being here. Thank you for joining us today on the Growing Home Together podcast. If you spent any time with us before today, you know we share your heart to love your kids and raise them the best we can. Uh, We've had lots of great conversations about how to tackle the issues that come up in our parenting But today is really special because our guest, Christina Fox, is here to help us look at ourselves as parents and at our kids in a whole new way than maybe you have uh, thought before. Yes. um, Christina Fox is a counselor, a speaker, and author, and she's the mom of two teenage boys. And Christina is the author of a beautiful book called Like Our Father, How God Parents Us and Why That Matters for Our Parenting. Well, today we get to unpack how knowing who God is can transform the way that we relate with our children. I am super excited to dive into this. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so, so Christina, it sounds like uh, you've been doing the parenting and the motherhood journey for a bit now, and I'm sure you've had a lot of parenting resource and, resources and advice come your way over the years. Um, so we'd love to know what inspired you to write this book and what makes this message unique compared to the other parenting books that are out there for us. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, one of my... Um, First jobs out of college, uh, as I was, um, you know, counseling people, uh, I was a like a family counselor, and I was uh, often teaching parenting skills, uh, which was, you know, can be kind of funny as I look at it now because I had no children at the time, <laughs> um, and so it, way back then, and I, I shared this in the book. I, I mean, I read so many books about parenting at the time as I was walking through this with um, the people that I was helping. Um, and then I had my own children. I was I was just filled with all of these questions, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? You know, and I got all of my books off my shelf and, you know, went through them again. And, um, and so I think that just that question that we have of how do we do this uh, is one I think all parents share. Um, and in my own life as a parent, over the years, I've just really found the Lord uh, as I, you know, as I would struggle with different aspects of parenting, uh, maybe I would be irritated with, you know, a behavior that I thought, you know, we, we had dealt with. And here, here I'm dealing with it again and having to remind my child, you know, why we don't do this or that. Um, or maybe just, you know, impatience and different aspects of, of my role and as a mom and um, the spirit would just gently prompt my heart and just remind me of, you know, how the Lord has parented me 
in, you know, in my own life and how, you know, how patient he's been with me and how many times he's taught me the same lesson over and over. Um, and it just became this, um, I don't know, this realization of, of seeing God as, as my father and, and how he works in my own life and teaches me what it looks like to be his child uh, and how, you know, why, why can't I just, you know, it just really propelled me to want to investigate that more and really just kind of reshape the way that I, I look at my children um, as, you know, they are children too of the father. So that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I really love your book because right from the first chapter, it is just super relatable. And like you just said, you you point out how every mom and dad goes into parenting every day with so many questions. Um, Rob and I are constantly asking ourselves things like, how much screen time is okay for our 11-year-old? Or when could our older kids have a later curfew and how much allowance should they get? You know, all these questions every day. And now that we're grandparents, we see our son and his wife asking questions about when should we start feeding the baby cereal and should we ever let him cry it out in his crib? Because nobody ever feels like they have this parenting thing figured out, right? But I know you really wanted to offer parents something different, um, like you were just telling us, something different than a how-to book with all the answers. And instead, you focus on the question of um, who. So could you tell us more of what that means? Right. And so it's, it's more of a, um, a philosophy of parenting, if you will, rather than a specific how-to guide. And so the big question that I want readers to focus on is the question of who. Who is God? Who are we? And, you know, what does that have to do with uh, being parents? And um, how can the, the answer to that question really shape how we parent? Yeah, I, I, uh, I really love that because I think, um, you know, I've heard it people say before, like, you know, the, the Bible is in a, a manual, so to speak, for for parents, you know, and the Bible doesn't have a lot to say about parenting, but God does give us a lot about who He is um, as a as a father and as a parent um, to us. And sometimes it's better uh, to be able to look at that. Um, and obviously, we can't be uh, perfect parents like God can, but um, we can see um, His His image in that, and so you know, in your book, you give us a, kind of a fresh definition of what it means to to be a mom or a dad. You talk about being image bearers to our kids, and so could you explain that a little bit more too? Yeah, uh, the Bible, you know, tells us from the very beginning in Genesis one that we were created in God's image. Uh, we are made to to reflect Him, to mirror Him. Um, you know, if you think about how the moon doesn't have its own light, but it reflects the light of the sun. And so in a similar way, you know, we, we are reflecting, um, him to those around us. Um, and we do this in many ways, you know, you know, when we create something or make something new, um, you know, we are imaging our creator God. Um, you know, when you work hard at, at your job and then you rest. Uh, from your labors, you know, you're imaging a God who, you know, worked and then rested. Um, and so for parents, uh, when we uh, seek to image 
the father and how he parents us, we are then um, showing our children who he is. Um, and so, you know, in, in many ways, uh, our children first meet God through us as they see us um, doing the things that he does. And so um, it's really foundational, I think, and as we consider what it means to be a parent, we first have to realize that we are God's children. Yeah, I love that. Um, you know, as a mom, I have a pretty long list of the things that I do to care for my kids and our family. Um, I cook for them. I help with math homework, which, of course, my son is thrilled with over the summer. Um, <laughs> I take them to the doctor if they're sick. I've taught them how to drive. You give them hugs on their bad days. You know, the list goes on. Um, and in your book, you highlight some of the ways that God parents us as his children. Um, and I love the way that you make that tangible for us. Can you explain what some of those ways are? Yeah, I mean, certainly <laughs> I could not um, exhaust all the ways that God parents us in the book. And so I just kind of highlighted certain ones. Some of these um, are ones that we kind of, you know, have a lot. A lot more significance for us as parents, but one is um, that God is consistent. Uh, we know what to expect from Him. Um, we know what is expected of us. Um, he, as our Father, you know, He doesn't say one thing and do another. He doesn't go back on His word. Um, the Bible tells us that He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, and so that characteristic of God uh, really struck me as I thought about um, him as a father toward me um, and what that just what that means for my heart to know that he is consistent toward me. And so I, I talk about that. And then I talk about just, you know, some different ways that we might image that to our children. Um, I also talk about how God provides boundaries. Um, so he, he sets boundaries for us that are for our good. And he tells us, you know, this is, um, this is the way to life, you know, walk, walk in it. Um, and he uh, reveals that to us in scripture. And um, I think that that's one of the big, big aspects of what we do as parents is, is we set limits for our children and tell them, you know, this is what is godly and this is what is not godly. And, um, and that's important. I think sometimes parents struggle with that. You know, we struggle with, with setting rules and limits. Um, and I think that just, you know, God does that. And so that gives us, um, shows us how important that is to him because he gives that to us. I talk about um, how he disciplines us, how he provides for us. Uh, I talk about his patience and his love for us. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of highlight uh, certain ones that, you know, meant a lot to my own heart, but I, I thought would be um, helpful for parents to consider. Yeah, I think um, you bring up um, a lot of, of great um, points in that area. I think my favorite one was just um, the, the consistency. I, I loved what you said. You know, our children should know what to expect when, when they approach us. And, I, you know, I, as I was thinking about some of the things you were saying, I was like, you know, those are some of the challenges, um, you know, we have with God sometimes too, um, when we go before him. And I know there are a lot of people listening that maybe didn't have, um, a great, uh, healthy, you know, parenting situation, uh, that they grew up in or a supportive parent. Um, 
So how can a mom or dad who haven't experienced a dad's love that way um, hold on to that truth that God's love and care for them is there um, and that they can approach him and and trust that he's going to be for their good and, and those kind of things? Right. That's, that's a really important question. And I appreciate um, Hebrews 12 and how it just kind of contrasts like earthly fathers to our perfect father. Um, and just, I think that's something that's important that we need to do in our own heart is to really engage with the scripture and how it describes who God is and um, realize that he is truly perfect and all the ways that in our own uh, fathers may have failed us that he never will. Um, and so the more I think that we focus on that, um, the more, the more I think that the, the glory of God would kind of over outshine um, those experiences and um, help us to see, to see him for who he truly is. Yeah, well, I know that for Rob and for me and our friends who are listening today, you know, we are really resonating with this call that you put out to image our Father God to our kids. Um, That can sound like a very big idea and maybe so daunting that we don't know where to start. Um, But I know that that that's not the case. So what does that look like in our day-to-day lives at home to image God to our children? That's a great question. I think that um, I think it's important as, as parents, you know, that as we study our own Bibles, that we are always looking to understand more of who God is and his character. And so the more that that's, you know, at the forefront of, of our minds, that um, it'd be e- it's easier in, in the context of, you know, day-to-day life to be able to ask ourselves, you know, how does the father relate to me in, in circumstances like this? You know, for example, <laughs> I mean, one example that I deal with in having teenagers is, you know, just, um, I've complained about this before, but the empty box situation in, in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I go to the store thinking, you know, that I know what I need to get. I come back and I discover all those things that I thought were in the pantry and were full boxes were actually just completely empty boxes. <laughs> and I, and, you know, I have taught my children before, let's, you know, let's recycle those empty boxes and let me know that we're missing, that we're all out of granola bars. And we need more. <laughs> um, and so I feel, you know, this little twinge of irritation thinking, didn't I remind them of that before? Haven't I taught them this? And it's just in that moment uh, where we pause and, and ask ourselves, well, how, how would our father uh, engage with me in a situation where I have repeatedly um, forgotten something? You know, what does the Lord do in that situation in my own life? Or when I've repeatedly stumbled and, and fallen, you know, into the same sin that I've struggled with before, how does the how does the father deal with me in that? Um, how does he relate to me? And I think questions like that um, push us to um, look to the scripture and see what what does the Lord do, or what does He say about Himself, and what does He promise us in those moments? And then also it causes us to look back over the course of our life and our relationship with our Father to recall uh, situations where you know we have 
done something uh, repeatedly and have had time and time had to go back, you know, to, to the father and, and confess our sin. And we've you know, seen him uh, consistently forgive us of our sin. And then he shows us the way back to the path of life. Um, and so I think that's an important question to ask ourselves in, in the midst of any kind of parenting situation is, you know, how is my father engaged with me in a situation like this? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I often think of that in terms of when I'm losing patience with, with my kids, it's like, okay, the God of the universe is so patient <laughs> and so kind to you. Um, I sh- you know, how can you, um, you know, get mad over, like you said, these things that sometimes the empty boxes or they're, they're going through my cupboard again, you know, and thinking of the grocery bill going up and things like that. It's like, you know, God is, is so, so patient. And so you're right. Sometimes when we look at, at who he is and how he, he reflects his love to us, it, it, uh, can help us in those parenting situations. And, you know, for some of our kids, they're, they're young adults now, and they're they're leaving the nest and facing struggles that that they've not dealt with before. And I find myself sometimes looking back and and wishing I'd said things that I didn't or said things differently, and just you know maybe help pre- them prepare for life better. So you know, what encouragement would could you give to parents today that wish wish they could have a do over or want to be uh, a better image of the father to their kids? Oh yes, I think <laughs> I've had those same uh, those same I don't know regrets in different situations or um, those same kind of questions and concerns and you know I think that the reality is that we're all sinners and so we're not going to get parenting right uh, we're not going to be perfect parents and we can expect uh, to fail at times we can expect that we're going to say things that um, we wish we hadn't said uh, we might overreact to things or set unrealistic rules. And and so I think that at those times we have to turn to our perfect father in heaven and seek his forgiveness because of what our elder brother, Jesus Christ uh, did for us when he died on the cross for our sins. Um, I think that we can in those moments really uh, seek his grace, seek his, his wisdom, seek his help. Um, You know, that's that's kind of what we do. It's, you know, (laughs) Uh, I believe helping my unbelief, you know, I, I want to be uh, a good parent, help me <laughs> as I parent kind of a thing. Um, and so I think ultimately the most important thing is to trust uh, that our father in heaven loves our children more than we ever could, uh, that he knows uh, what is best for them and that he is going to ensure that the best happens to them and for them um, as he is at work in their lives. And so when we, when we stumble and fall ourselves as parents, uh, we know we can trust the Father to, um, you know, pick up for us and, and, and do what needs to be done um, because we are imperfect. Yeah, that's, that's encouraging because I think, um, I think that goes back to your, your, the whole point of your book that rather than kind of going through those steps or looking for that book or that resource that'll tell me, you know, how to do it differently or how to do it better next time. Or, you know, when we look at, at the father, we can see, uh, it allows us to see his grace, you know, to us and to our kids in, in a fresh, fresh way. You know, I can remember, 
you know, what you said reminded me of a time uh, with one of our kids kind of in their teen, um, uh, good kid, but kind of had a, a rocky, you know, uh, period um, during high school. And we had, you know, just one of those situations where um, it was very easy to come down with, with the hammer and be kind of like, how could you? And we taught you better and you should know. And, uh, but I just remember God, you know, quickening my spirit to just be like, you know, this is when, when my grace has showed up for you the most. And this is when, you know, you need to have that same grace for your kids. And so sometimes we can be in those situations, whether it's our kid or us and, and see that image bearing happening. Um, so I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm often reminded of that uh, story in the Bible, that parable of, you know, that servant that was forgiven so much. And then he went and he turned and he like demanded of a fellow servant, you know, a little bit of money that, that the person owed him. Um, and I it just really pricks my heart as a parent because I realize how often I, I can be that way. You know, I, I know the grace that I've received from the father and, uh, I know what the Lord has done in my own life, and then I'm I'm quick to require, you know, I'm quick to respond uh, without grace, I guess, uh, toward my toward my children, and so um, I am thankful uh, that the Spirit reminds me of, of what is true and reminds me of my Father. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, and I know that um, just like we're talking about, we want to keep growing and changing and becoming more Christ-like as parents, we want to see our kids growing and changing too. And it is really tough when they are stuck in bad habits or they're slow to mature in the areas that we hope they will. Um, Like with one of our kids, they were stuck in a pattern of dishonesty and we would think they were making progress. And then when we'd catch them in a lie again (laughs) and feel like we were starting over at square one. Um, And we've alluded to patience a little bit in our conversation already, but you really have a great discussion about the patience that we need to deal with our kids' behaviors. But it isn't just so that we can generate kids who are doing the right thing all the time. There's something else. Why is our patience so important for our kids as they grow up? Yeah, I think um, in that, I believe it's in that chapter where I just kind of describe about um, our father as, as a gardener, you know, and how he is at work in our life and, and how he tends his garden and how he knows that, you know, there's a lot of work that's happening um, when we don't see it happening. Um, you know, if you, you know, have ever replanted seeds in, in, in the ground, you know that for a while you don't see anything going on. It's just like, you know, it's the same, you know, each day you go out and you water it and you don't see anything. And, but that doesn't mean there's anything happening under the soil um, until we finally see that little shoot pop up out of the ground and, um, and so I, I do think that we have to remember that parenting is a lot, um, a lot like that. I like nurturing a, a plant to grow. And um, another, I guess, uh, illustration would be that of a marathon. It's you know, it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. And, and as our as our kids are growing and maturing, uh, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of time. You know, we're gonna um, we're gonna have to be patient and wait for that. Um, ultimately knowing that it's our, that it's our father who is uh, going to produce the fruit in their lives. Um, and it's not, it's not us who, who produces that in them. Um, 
So yeah, there's a lot of patients, but our, our role is our job really is to, to tend uh, to them, to provide that nurturing that they need, um, and then resting in, in who our father is for them. Yeah, maybe that's why some days we find parenting so hard because we're not the best gardeners in the world. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, we kill a lot of plants around here. So, <laughs> um, but uh, fortunately, all our kids are still. You know, we haven't. Uh, they're all, they're all fine at, at our, our disposal. But anyway, um, I digress here. Um, it, you know, in my family growing up, one of the things that that we heard a lot was, I love you. Um, and I know when Joanna and I were, were first dating and she met my family, it it, uh, it was kind of a surprise to her because there's uh, my me and my four brothers, so it's all boys. And my dad was very much, very huggy and, and you know, would say, I love you all the time. And, and um you know, we we had this house full of guys that were were not afraid to to show these emotions. So, um, and we still are warm and affectionate family today. So, you t- you talk a lot about the power of our words and and including the words "I love you" to our kids. And so, why do you think that is that those words are so important? I do. I mean, I believe that they are. Um, you know, a lot of times we just uh, assume that people <laughs> know what we think of them or know. Um, know our heart toward them and you know we often think of of god's word as a um you know his his book of love toward us and for us the the story of his love for us so if god could write you know the entire bible to explain his love for us using words uh, i think it's just as important that we use words to tell our children uh what we we think of them what our, our love is toward them um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, you know, I, I think about that cause there are times where, I mean, we always love our kids. Um, but there are some days where you're like, I really don't feel like saying it. I'd rather, you know, focus on the things, you know, or, or whatever. And, um, I think it's a good reminder that lo- God's love, he's always displaying his love to us, even, um, when we're, we're acting like we don't deserve it, and sometimes our kids saying I, "I love you" to our kids and and expressing that when maybe we don't think they deserve it is another one of those image bearer opportunities. Right, that's a, a way to show unconditional love that our, our love isn't um, dependent upon what you know what they do that day, whether they performed well or whether they've obeyed well. Um, our love is. We love them no matter what, and that's you know that's how our father is toward us. Um, and I would say pretty much every day I don't uh, measure up. If if that's what was required for God's love, then I, he you know I would I would be lost. But that is not what's required. Um, he loves us uh, unconditionally and promises that you know his love will never never fail and he will never turn turn from us. And so I think that's um, yeah when we. I think especially in those moments when our kids have uh, done wrong or have, you know, failed in some way that we tell them that we do love them. I think that speaks the loudest, especially in those moments. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember um, when I was a young mom and I was going through a pretty difficult spiritual crisis because I didn't know how to move through some of the pain that I was going through. And in that season, um, God began to reveal to me just how much he truly loved me. 
and building my adult life on a foundation of God's unshakable love really changed everything for me. Um, and, you know, even now there's a song on the radio that they play all the time, and the lyrics are, he loves you, he loves you, he loves you. And that just grabs me every single time. And I know I can't um, bear an image of God's love to my kids if I don't believe it for myself. So what would you say to the mom or dad listening today who maybe is carrying some doubts or insecurities about how God feels about them? Yeah, I, I think that that's um, really foundational thing for us to really truly grasp from uh, the gospel and, you know, to take the time to really study um, what the Bible says about God and his love for us, um, to really just soak ourselves in it. Um, I think really it's it's one of the, the best things that we can do because it's really only out of understanding that love for us that we can, you know, show that love and reveal that love to our children. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think your book is, you know, if people are looking even how to start, you know, I think obviously God's Word, but your book is a good um, kind of tool to walk people through that and think more of terms of God as a um, His image, uh, to us and, and our, our image, um, as well. You know, one of the things, another point in your, your book, Joanna and I joke a lot that we're, we're really good rule followers. Um, Joanna has, has never gotten a speeding ticket. I don't think I have either. Um, oh, you have, babe. Have? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I repented big time. Oh, you totally did. Yeah. Yes. Way, way, way back. Um, you know, she's she flosses every day. We pay our taxes, you know, early a lot of times, but definitely we're never late. And, uh, you know, we take our vitamins. We're just we're just good, good rule followers. If somebody tells us what to do, we we will will listen. Um, so you can imagine as as uh, parents, as we were growing up, uh, you know, we we uh can raise good rule followers too, but you, you point out that that is not a good parenting strategy at all, um, and we found that out the hard way too. <laughs> um, but but how does focusing on the rules actually get in the way of our kids knowing Jesus? Yeah, well, I, you know, I think that um, it's easy, especially for a rule follower, to to think that they're good. And when you think that you're good, then you don't need Jesus. Uh, and so I think that, that that can be almost a barrier for for our kids that if um, if they're always, you know, doing what you tell them to do and, and you don't uh, have to correct them or that if you spend so much time focusing on on that aspect of, of your parenting of, you know, following the rules, um, that they miss out on the opportunity to realize, well, yeah, I, I am a sinner and I need a savior. And so I think that those, when they, when they do break rules, those are the, those are the opportunities to show them, um, who, who God is, uh, what happened, what he did when he sent his son to die for us and what Christ has done for us and, um, just how much they need a savior to rescue them. Yeah, for sure. You know, one of the things that matters a lot to me, um, is how Joanna and I parent our kids together as a couple. And, um, and that's important. Uh, we talk a lot about that at Growing Home Together, too, is, is that. Uh, so how, how can we in our marriage be image bearers of God to our kids as well? 
Yeah, I think that, you know, as, as our kids see, um, see both parents uh, desiring um, to image the father, that, you know, that they're seeking after the father's wisdom, uh, that they are um, humbly dependent upon their father. I think that that really shows a lot to our children that, um, that we were really coming uh, at this thing, you know, at the same level as they are, that we're just as um, needy for grace as our kids are and that uh, we are, you know, created image bearers just as our kids are and um, that we're just a little ahead of them <laughs> on the journey and, um, we're following after the father and, and we're showing them, you know, what we've learned from the father along the way. Um, and so, yeah, the, the more that we can uh, express that and show that, and, you know, not, not only doesn't always have to be in words, sometimes just in, in our actions as they, as they watch us, cause they're always watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that, that shows, says a lot. Yeah, I know um, at our house, uh, Rob really shows um, the image of Christ just in the way that he serves me, actually. Rob is just um, a consistent and willing helper to me, and he takes that initiative all the time. Um, And our kids seem to really notice that. And like you were saying, it isn't something that he's doing with his words. It's something that he's doing with his time and his energy and his attention. Um, and I, I'm really thankful for that because uh, as they see that quality in their dad, they're just getting a really neat picture of the way that, that Christ served too. Um, and, you know, this, this conversation that we're having today, Christina, is just really encouraging because I think we can feel like there's so much kind of stacked against us as moms and dads. Um, we carry a lot of concerns you know, for our children, it's not a hard or not an easy time to be a child or a young adult. And you are helping us to cast a, just this really beautiful vision for our relationship with God and with our kids. And um, I know that our friends who are listening really want that too. And we were hoping that before we close today that you would be willing to pray for them, um, for all the parents who really want to be image bearers of the Father to their children right now. Would you pray for us? Oh, I'd be glad to. Father in heaven, we come before you as your children. Um, we are needy and dependent. Um, that we know that you are a perfect father, that you um, you provide for us all that we need. You watch over us and, and you protect us. Uh, you love us uh, with a unconditional love that went to such great length that you that you sent your only son to die for our sins um, and you you discipline us you you show us uh, what it looks like to be your children and um, you we, we are now your heirs we have um, you know we are the heirs of your kingdom and one day will we be with you uh, forever and eternity and I just thank you for all these truths that you reveal to us in, in your word about who you are and who we are. Um, and I just pray that as we consider these um, these concepts of what it means to be your child, to be adopted into your family, what it means that you're our father, um, what it means uh, in light of, of us as parents, 
I pray that uh, you would um, help those truths to shape us, um, to shape our parenting, to point us in in the right direction, and, and help us to look to our children um, in the way that, that we the way that you look at us. Um, that they that they need a savior, um, and that we we get to uh, show you to them in the way that we respond, in the way that we um, teach them, and the way that we provide for them, the way that we love them, uh, in all these ways and more, we get the opportunity to um, shine a light on who you are. And I just pray that you would uh, give us wisdom as we pursue that, give us discernment, um, that you would give us strength, that you would just carry us through in this journey, um, that we would always keep our gaze fixed upon you. And I thank you for all of this and, and for Jesus. In his name I pray. Amen. 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 Yeah. Thank you so much, Christina, for taking the time to talk with us today. I, you know, I'm guessing uh, some of our friends listening today uh, may want to get a copy of your book for themselves. So where is the best place for them to get connected with you online? Right. Well, my website is christinafox.com. Uh, the book is sold, you know, wherever you typically get your Christian books from. Uh, Moody Publisher is the publishing uh, company for that, and you can certainly find it um, on their website as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, thank you so much, Christina, for sharing your heart with all of us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was great having you, and, and thank you, friends, for joining us on the show today. Uh, we'd love to connect with you as well at our website, growinghometogether.com, where you can find all kinds of resources uh, for you to connect with your kids pray with them, and to grow closer as a family. At Growing Home Together, we're caring for the soul of your family. And we're growing home together with you. Bye. Bye.